place. We recommit this sanctuary again before you, Jesus, that you will have your way, even of those who are among us, Lord, and they are not here, oh God, they are part of this family. We recommit every leader, we recommit, oh God, every member, we recommit our families, that, Lord, you will have your way, oh God. Father, may your fire never cease, my God. Father, we pray even in this week, Lord, that you will have more and more of us. Take us deeper in your word, oh God. Cover us in your armor, oh God. We give you glory and praise. In Jesus' name we believed and prayed. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. May the name of the Lord be praised. Hallelujah. Amen. We can have our seats. To trek on before we are fair. I don't know how time has run. But God is good. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah, as we prayed, I was reminded of that scripture. But what servants you kiss it all Amen. Amen. I let me just um, read it. Uh, this was not part of what I was going to share, but as we prayed, and uh, we were thinking of the army of God in this place, we need to be dressed in His full armor. When soldiers go to fight, you don't go in your usual clothes. Otherwise, the enemy will hit you. Let's go and just remind ourselves of that scripture. And as we go along, as Nehemiah was, and, um, people were building. I believe, as the Bible says, they had the weapons. And these are the weapons that the Bible speaks of us having. Ephesians 6. Verse 10. That finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor, all of it, that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of the darkness of this age, against principal hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand the evil day. You can't take it for granted. It is only when we are dressed in the armor of God that we can resist the enemy. This season, as we seek God, those are some of the things that the Holy Spirit points out and says, in this area of righteousness, you need to be dressed 
that's why seeking God needs to go to another level. The Holy Spirit, as we go before him, the Bible says, he searches the hearts. He knows our hearts. And he will pull out those armors and make sure that we are dressed. There is an evil day. There is no escaping it. The difference is when you and me are dressed. Amen. And it says in the evil day, and having done all to stand, stand therefore, having guarded your waist with truth. The Bible says he's the Holy Spirit of truth. He will guide us in all truth. So that can be our prayer point in that closet and say, Lord, guide me in all truth. It's very easy for the enemy to divert us with a small doctrine, deception, balam. I mean, balak, lying balam, a whole prophet. These are some of the weapons, the sun ballots, deception, lies, diversions. So let us, our waists be fitted with truth, keeping in the word of God, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, let the Holy Spirit search you and me. How is my our righteousness is filthy rags. But also the Lord can point to us like he pointed to Joshua, the high priest. In the presence of God that he was wearing rags. Let's continue that process happening in the presence of God. Having showed your feet with the preparation for the gospel of peace. This armor is full board. Amina, Amen. we we, some of us signed up for being Nehemiahs. Our feet have to be in preparation for the gospel of peace and above all taking the shield of faith so that you'll be, so be able to quench all the fairy darts of the wicked one. Because I hadn't planned for this, but it's powerful. You know, but I'll ask us to go back. I just felt this come as we worship. Amen. Amen. Faith. That's where pastor started even before this season. It was about faith. So they still come back. It's a whole package. Let's check our faith. Along the way, as we saw uh, Nehemiah building, there were times of faith. Things were not easy. Even enemies within them, as I will be sharing very quickly because of time, it was not only the sand ballots outside. Also, enemies were amongst them. But he had to stand. And that had to take faith. Amen. Amen. Taking the helmet of salvation. Attends the enemy who causes us to doubt our salvation. I think that goes still to the salvation. You remember there's someone about Ephesians 2? Saved by not our works. It's all coming back. So how firm are you in your salvation? That even though the enemy came, you say, I am cleansed by the blood of Jesus. I remember what Pastor 
Andrew shared coming into the presence of God. The enemy fights us there. First tells you all the things you have done. And you forget the word that says that, that when we accepted him, he gave us the right to be the children of God. And so with such words, and with the armor of salvation, you just give him one bullet. You enter into the holy of Hallelujah. Amen. And says, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. Being watchful. Watchfulness. Today, <laughs> many weird things were happening, but I said, I am not going to give you my attention. And I thank God that we are in a place of watching. That as we pray, we also watch. And that's what happened to Nehemiah. Amen. Amen. And with all perseverance, <laughs> no giving up. Perseverance. All perseverance. All this is in Nehemiah. And supplication for all the saints. I think in this season I have gotten an opportunity to pray for as many people as I can. If we are still praying for ourselves in this season, which we should do, but then we need to take it Father, like Nehemiah, he prayed for nations, he prayed for Israel. This is an opportunity if we've been praying for our things. This is one of the checks at the end of this season. That this is not about us. It is a bigger picture than we And God wants to show us that, that it's not about me. I think we've been going through this. Nehemiah was at his job just bearing the cup. Today I realized that he even turned into a governor. <laughs> if we take on God's assignment, you do not know what appointment. Your promotion may be in your, in your assignment. He didn't remain a bearer. He became, he became a governor, actually. So as we seek him in this time, let's focus on him. Let's remember we are in a battle. Let's use that scripture to check us out. Now quickly, now I'm going to what I prepared. But I will go very fast so that you can go. And I'm going back to our scripture. First Chronicles 12, 32. About the men of Issachar. This is to emphasize us knowing the times, knowing God's voice for you each day. So we continue to pray for his understanding of the times and what we ought to do like Nehemiah. Amen. Amen. I've said I'm going to summarize. Ten minutes. So Nehemiah knew his time. And he knew that it was time to rebuild. Now for each one of us, I don't know what God is speaking to you. What wall you're building. I will also bring out chapter 3. I read the whole of chapter 3. You will see that different people were building different walls. Everyone was in their wall. But they were all building 
So now we may be here. But God may be speaking to you. Whether it's your life, your family. Which wall are you building? And here as a faith family church. Uh, what wall is God leading you to build? What brick are you adding? Hallelujah. Amen. I can't read the whole of chapter 3, but when you start from chapter 3, you see all these people. Uh, the high priest rose up with his brethren from verse 1, priests and built the ship gate. They consecrated it and hung its doors. They built it as far as the tower of a hundred and consecrated it. Then as far as the tower of Hanarel, next to El Shabib, the men of Jericho built, and next to them, Zakah, the son of Imri, built, verse 3, and also the sons of Hassanah. So you will see there were all many people, and everyone was building. The question, what wall are you building? Concerning the vision of Faith Family Church, God brought us here as individuals, but we are unique. And he's expecting us that he brought us here to build a wall. In Uganda, what wall are you building? At your workplace, what wall are you building? I believe that if there were people who are missing on their walls, please, I can't read everything. But everyone, actually, it's so interesting. There were some even putting bolts, others were putting bars. Everyone had their thing, but they were building the wall. They were building the house of God. The question is, what wall are you building? May the Lord reveal that wall to you. Hallelujah. Um, the other thing was um, about, uh, I wanted to bring out, when I started with the understanding, and then we brought up that teamwork, everyone was building a wall. What wall are you building? If we rely on the general thing, you may miss out but on your specific, your call, your purpose. So may God reveal to us what he is um, showing us. Now, verse 5, chapter 3, that next to them, now these were other people, where they toko, they toko, toko it. <laughs> who made repairs. But what I wanted to bring out is part B. But their nobles did not put their shoulders to the work of their Lord. It is possible that we still have people who have not put their work. Let us not be among people who have exempted themselves from building the house of God. From building what he wants to build. Amen. I remember something that Pastor mentioned and said soldiers do not prepare during war. We build in the time of peace. And this is the time that we have. As individuals and when we come together, we keep adding on that brick. So let us not exempt ourselves. Amen. And then there are people who we are not satisfied with only one wall. 
they, they decided to do more. And there are these guys called the Teko. Verse 5. Verse 27 of the same chapter. Says that after them, these people, the they Tokoids, repaired another section next to the great projecting tower as far as the wall, the wall of Ephraim. Amen. 